Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. In this theme here, uh, one of the most notorious, famous intros of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. You've still never seen the movies, correct? No, you know what? It's funny. We tried to watch a little bit because my daughter got dressed up for the Star Wars Day. You know, they made the fourth thing. They did it at school, Star okay. Wars Day. So she had, uh, she got this baby Yoda. I don't even know how she got into this, but she brought it to school yesterday, did her hair up like Princess Leia. With the little buns on the side? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she got that whole thing going. And I guess the teachers were all dressed up. I saw our teachers have a, an Instagram page that they share. I saw actually one of the teachers from your school post something yeah. on uh, on Instagram. They were all dressed up like Jedi's. Yeah, Madame Lachance yes. was one of them. Yes, and I thought that that was just so cool. I didn't. I mean, not to say that I didn't realize how big the franchise was. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I didn't realize that that many people cared about Star Wars still. Because didn't didn't they just go off the deep end when they when they signed up with Disney? Well, I don't know. It depends on who you ask, man. I mean, like when you think about it, Star Wars has been around for seventy seven. Okay, so for a very, very long time, right? So you had, they came out with those first three movies, um, you know, and a lot of people are going to put all their stock into those first three movies. And they came out with the three prequels, which didn't go so well. And then they decided to continue the series even later on when they hooked up with Disney. And if you're like a, you know, a, a, a true traditionalist, you didn't enjoy those movies either. If you can take it for what it is, they were all right kind of a movies. But the fact that they've actually, you know, just been kind of gone through decades and people mm. have still kind of, uh, you know, there's still people still talk about them. Whether you like the movies or not, people still know what it is and people still talk about it. Yeah, so I, I've just never really been one to care. And I'm not going to, you know, immerse myself in all the movies. That's fine. But I did have a question last night as I was as I was watching. And also, like, I follow social media all day. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm always on the social media. Which one were you watching? Which social media? No, no. Which, which movie? Because <laughs> that does make a difference. <laughs> I was on Twitter. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I was, I'm guessing. I, what was it? Were there Ewoks? Were there? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dude, I, what's the, okay? No, it doesn't matter. Bad question. Okay, bad question. Next question. Next question. Look, I'm not on trial here. Okay. <laughs> Did you see an Ewok? I don't know. <laughs> what's an Ewok? <laughs> that big pointy ears and a white helmet. <laughs> Um, so this is an honest question, though, okay. and I was thinking about this because uh, I see some ladies really into to Star Wars, and they always say that um, Chewbacca, Chewbacca's really hot, and and I got to think Who that says that. Do do a quick scroll on Twitter from yesterday. Chicks are like, oh yeah, he's so hot. They take Chewbacca. I've yeah. never heard that in my life before. That a girl. Yeah, it's like the the noise that he makes and stuff, and the <laughs> yeah. Like the noise and the hair. Like, why do you think hairy guys have made a comeback? <laughs> because of you. Hundred percent, it is. It is. Now, I, I gotta just. I have to All ask right. this honest question. Okay. Okay. Because Chewbacca was getting a lot of love from the ladies on online yesterday. Okay. Like the chicks dig him. Does Chewbacca have a human-like appendage, or does he have a red rocket <laughs> lipstick thing like a dog? I just. I would assume the dog way, man, if I'm being honest with you. Because I have been emailing George Lucas for the last 24 hours, and he has not responded. Boy, 11 degrees. That's uh, like perfect weather for another another uh, anti-mask rally. Uh, don't get that hey? started. Hey? Don't give him any ideas. Hey? Man, It's so obviously there was the big one at the forest. What was that a couple weeks ago now? Yeah. Um, then there was the one outside the ledge just a couple of days ago. After yeah. they're, the they're, law courts, too. The law they're, courts, sorry. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's I saw that one. Yeah, because they're going through uh, the big uh, court proceedings right now about, uh, you know, whether churches should be fined for breaking all the rules over the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, Jesus, don't pay no fines. Yeah, man. Some of the, I was following along with some of that stuff on social media during the like the first day of the proceedings, and some of it is a little crazy. Um, there's this clip though I want to play you because this is from when uh, seatbelts were first made mandatory. Okay, in uh, in in Canada. Now it didn't it didn't come all down all at once. Like across Canada, this date you got to wear your seatbelt. Each province. Actually came out with it. Mm. I'm sure there's people a lot older than I am that will remember the time. What are we talking for time frame here? So the first uh, provinces to come on board with it was in 1976. It was Quebec. And uh, 77 was BC. Manitoba, it was 1984. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually what year I was born. Okay. so Yeah. yeah, That's what came with 1984. (laughs) Me, sorry, and and seatbelts. Okay. In Alberta, it didn't take them. It took them until 1987. Okay, before they made it uh, mandatory. Could you imagine going on a cross-country road trip? <laughs> Sometimes you have to wear the seatbelt. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh. I mean, I think the idea is that you would still wear the seatbelt. Like, even if it wasn't mandatory, would you not? Because it used to just be a lap belt. Like, are, are they talking right. what this came in was the shoulder strap mm. being mandatory? Because I had an uncle that had an old car, like an old Valiant or something like that. And it had the lap portion of the seatbelt, but it also had the thing that could come down. Now, I want to say that vehicle was like a 64, something like that. So, and if like they again, were two separate? Yeah. They weren't connected. Right. Oh, interesting. So there was one that came across like a sash, so it was almost like a three-point harness. Well, no wonder nobody wanted to wear seatbelts. You had to like plug in three different things. Just yeah, there's, to, there's a lot just going to on. Yeah. yeah, and then you got to get the eight-track in the in the exactly. in the player yeah. too. Um, but yeah, seven six two triple five. By the way, to, to text us uh, more about that because yeah, it's it's just a little bit before my time. Yeah. So this clip comes from uh, a CBC report back in 1987 when seatbelts were going to be mandatory and it's just if you listen just listen to the clip and if you replace the word seatbelt with mask might sound kind of funny to you but i don't believe that anybody should tell me what the hell i have to do pardon my grammar anyway uh you know that's dictating we've got enough of that as it is i don't need some sucker to tell me how to drive with only a week to go before the law takes effect it's obvious a lot of people are still fighting seatbelts. joe miller the man who doesn't like being told what to do <laughs> says he's going to ask his doctor for a medical certificate so he won't have to wear one. But some drivers don't have to be convinced. Joe Buxton, who got into the seat belt habit in British Columbia, challenges anybody to prove to him that they don't work. I would like to meet some people who are opposed to it and hear some logical explanations why, because there isn't any. Alberta's transportation minister used to be against wearing a seatbelt, but he reconsidered after some people were killed on the highway he drives from Edmonton to Peace River. And when I sat down with my wife at that time and talked about it, we decided the odds were mounting up and I should start to wear it. So, Just kind of, uh, yeah, you know, really. very, they're like very, very similar parallels here. The uh, first guy, though, yes, I really like his comment. Can you can you play him again? I need to. But hear I don't show. believe that anybody should tell me what the hell I have to do. Pardon my grammar, anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, <that's- laughs> it sounds like every guy that was standing outside the law courts the other day. Exactly. Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. Pardon my grammar, anyway. <laughs> God damn it. It is going to be electric tonight. Um, yeah, the Washington Capitals. And the New York Rangers play. Now, the New York Rangers are out of playoff contention. They're officially eliminated. So they really have nothing to lose tonight. And leave it to the NHL to not suspend Tom Wilson for at least one game. Uh, in case you didn't see what happened the other night um, in the in the Rangers and, uh, and Caps game. So there's this melee in front of the net. 
there's the, what's the one guy, Bushnevich? Bushnevich. Pavel Bushnevich. So Bushnevich is down basically face on the ice, right? He's basically kissing the goal line. And, Which uh, these kind of scrums, they happen every game, right? In front of the goalie, as soon as the whistle sure. blows. There's a little scrums that happen, guys are on the ground. It happens. Part of the game. It happens. Part of the game. Pucker up to the goal line, Bushnevich. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, from there, Tom Wilson, uh, notorious goon, uh, Tom Oof. Wilson. Yeah. He's a goon. Oh, that's that's uh, okay. Love to have him on your team, I guess, is what everyone says. You probably do. But uh, Tom Wilson starts feeding Bushnevich a little shot to the uh, to the jugular. Yeah, he suckers him right in the face, basically, while he's on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Dirty play. That's dirty play number one. So then Artemi Panarin, sniper, Mm -hmm. not a fighter. Not not even not even close. I don't even think that guy's ever had his flippers off. Right. Right. So this guy, uh, he probably leaves his gloves on to eat dinner. That guy. <laughs> right. So so this dude, Artemi Panarin, jumps to defend his teammate Bushnevich, uh, jumps on the back of Tom Wilson. Not a good play. Tom Wilson, big boy. Goon. Yeah. Thug. Doug the thug. Glatt out there. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he is the guy from Goon. Mm-hmm. But you'd love to have him on your team. Yeah. Well, he can score some goals. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tom Wilson uh, then grabs Artemi Panarin kind of by the head, kind of by the, the neck, and just does some kind of wrestling move and pile drives him into the ice. It's kind of like he grabs him by the hair, really, when, yeah. you, when you look at the clip. And he, he throws him from the hair because the helmet kind of pops off at the same time, grabs him by the hair, throws him to the ground, and uh, starts wailing on Panarin again. Brutal play. It's bad, man. Like, it's... Uh, it, I'm, I I don't mind, you know, contact in hockey. I don't mind even as much as, you know, I don't like the staged fighting. You know, if something gets you boiled during a game and you've got to drop your gloves and go out with somebody, I mean, th- that to me is is sort of tolerated. That's kind of part of the game. When you got these after whistle things, when you got someone whose helmet is off, uh, when you're when you're, you know, suckering a guy who's who's defenseless on the ground and you're on top of him, there's not really a that you can't tell me that's part of the game. It's a beautiful game. You can't tell me but that, that might not be part of it. Not now, anyway. Game. 20 years ago. Different league. Different exactly. Time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 20 years ago, or or if you grew up watching 70s, you know, the Broad Street Bullies, yeah. the Flyers. The Flyers. That's yeah. all they did. Yeah. They just dummied guys whose faces were on the ice. Right. That was like actually how they won championships. <laughs> but now, yeah. and especially knowing like Tom Wilson, a guy with history of doing this kind of stuff. The right. guy was he was just suspended a couple months ago. Yeah. Like this he's coming off of a of like a five game suspension or something like that. He's been suspended multiple times. He's been fined multiple times. So he is what they label a repeat offender. Yeah. Because he was a repeat offender in the in, on the same play. I mean, he's punching Bushnevich and then he's repeating his offense by taking out Panarin. He's doubling down. Like, yeah. He's absolutely. like, hey, if I'm gonna get suspended, if I'm gonna get a fine, right. uh, I might as well take out two guys. <laughs> so this Panarin guy is out now for the Rangers for the remainder of the season. They only have a couple games left, but this game tonight is going to be fireworks, man. Yes. Because like I mean, what do you do? That's what you look for in, in hockey, the rivalries, right? Absolutely. And especially the way that the Rangers have come out and uh, in, in defense of their player. And this is something that's unheard of because the Rangers came out with a, with a prepared statement that they said they didn't agree because Tom Wilson only fined $5,000, which to Tom Wilson, $5,000 is nothing. To you, that's nothing. <laughs> Let to Tom Wilson. $5,000 is absolutely nothing. So this guys he's really just getting a slap on the wrist for this. Now, the Rangers come out with a statement, and they basically say they don't agree with it. They don't think that the NHL's Department of Player Safety head, George Perils, who is a known goon himself. <laughs> thug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a thug, <laughs> not even a goon. They said that he's not fit to do his job. So now they're calling out the league. They're calling out, like, the Rangers will get fined for this because teams cannot 
do that. They can't make these these comments. Like that's just a it, it's a thing in the league, right? So they're going to get fined too, but they don't care. They're the Rangers. Well, they don't care, and they're making a statement here, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of people in the hockey world that that agree that are on the Rangers side in all of this, and by taking a stand here, they're actually they're 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 doing something. Would you say that the Rangers went full Karen? On the NHL yesterday. Oh, dude, did they ever. <laughs> we want to speak to the manager yeah. of the National Hockey League. <laughs> In fact, the manager's not even good enough to do her own job. I want to speak to her manager. Uh, while you can still hit a patio, maybe today's the day for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, however, it is frustrating to see that other places uh, already celebrating Cinco de Mayo this morning. I saw some bars lined up in uh, Pensacola, Texas. They're doing big Cinco de Mayo celebrations. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, of course, if you are going to talk about it today, just remember it's not Mexican Independence Day. That's September the 16th. Uh, Cinco de Mayo commemorates the Mexican Army's victory over Napoleon's French forces in the legendary Battle of Puebla. Wow. I did not know anything about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 1862. Oh, it's just an excuse for you to put on a sombrero and drink margaritas and eat taquitos at (laughs) 7-Eleven. Absolutely. I don't need an excuse for that. That is true. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, you know, going from Cinco de Mayo to just talking about restaurants and, and bars in general. I don't know if you've been out over the last little bit. Um, I found myself on, on a couple patios over the last few weeks. You know, yeah. not that we've had a ton of really great, great weather to be out enjoying it anyway. Mm-hmm. But since the rules have changed over the last bit, you know, you, you can't have people on your property to to have a cold one, but you can go sit across from them yeah. at a patio. There's a lot of people saying, well, just make it make sense, right? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to that whole, you know, ruling and everything like that, I, at first, you know, I was just kind of taken aback as everyone else because it, at, when you read it like that, it doesn't really make sense. But when you do think about it and you're, you're thinking about the restaurants who have had, a, you know, a really hard time throughout this whole pandemic, this is giving them a chance to still stay open, still stay pretty, you know, pretty busy. Plus, it's a controlled environment, right? Like they're taking down contact tracing, they're doing yeah. all that stuff. Whereas, if you're having people at your bonfire in your backyard, you're not really doing that. So, as much as it's as much as there's some gray area there, if you really want to see your parents and you can't have them over, just go sit on a patio. Then you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. I, to me, like it's this is probably the best case scenario for these restaurants that have really been struggling throughout this whole time because. You know, they we do need to throw them a bone too. Absolutely, and I and I just, you know, could could it be open a little bit further? Like like could things be opened up a little bit further? That is a neither here nor there. But you right. you, you just look at other places in in not necessarily Canada right now because we're kind of hitting a, a bit of a dark spot, a dark mm-hmm. patch in Ontario and Alberta and BC and stuff. Yeah. But you look at the states where, you know, a year ago you sit back and you're like, "Whoa, look at those buffoons." I know. Right? And then now they're they're straight up like maskless yeah. having whooping it up Cinco de Mayo. I saw a Star Wars party yesterday yeah. going on at some bar. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's like a different world right now." I have a buddy who lives in LA and he was posting on his Instagram story on the weekend. Uh first of all, they were just at like a restaurant, no mat like like you know, no masks in sight. You didn't see anybody wearing masks around them. Distanced? Or uh, are there tables? No, they were pretty close. <laughs> uh, I actually actually you couldn't really tell how how, how the, if the tables were distanced, so I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But as far as them at the table, they weren't distanced at all and they had it was like some restaurant where they had the chef like cooking literally on their oh, table. Oh, like a, sort like of a Benny like, Exactly. So he was like right in front of them. Um, and then from there they went and they went bowling. And I, to me, I was like, bowling's going to be around after this pandemic. Like that to me is something that, I mean, everyone's touching the same balls. Everyone's sticking their fingers in the holes. Like to me, like, I, couldn't the even, shoes. Yeah, I couldn't even register the fact that like bowling's even going to be still around. But yet here they are in the States, like bowling's a thing. They weren't wearing masks. They were all sharing balls. Like it, it didn't matter. Um, I Here's how normal. I saw this video going around the other day. Here's how normal things have, have just gotten in the United States. Okay, Olive Garden. I saw a bunch of people get into a brawl 
at Olive Garden. Oh, yes. Like I cannot fathom yeah. getting into a street fight right now. <laughs> no like, like most of the time I can't fathom getting into a street fight. <laughs> but if something happened in an Olive Garden, like I also couldn't imagine actually throwing down. But these guys were just chucking mitts yeah. in an Olive Garden. Like they're throwing breadsticks and they're beating each other over the head with the tongs. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> these guys don't care about COVID at all. I got to say, I did not realize that bowling was still open in Winnipeg. No. We I'm just, embarrassed. Yeah, We were just talking about the fact that I saw a buddy of mine who lives down in the States and uh, they were bowling on the weekend. And I thought that, like, to me, I don't know, bowling just seems kind of like, where are you going to get COVID more? Because <laughs> you're all using the same balls, right? Like, you're it, whether it's 5-pin or 10-pin, you're either sticking your fingers in the holes or whatever the case. Yeah. <laughs> like the bowling uh, we're talking. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Yeah, still bowling. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, yeah, bowling's still open in Winnipeg. You can play with four friends, and they just got the dividers between legs and uh, lanes. So I guess, like, the plexiglass. Set up. Oh, all the way down. Oh, I guess just right beside you. Yeah, okay. Right beside the, the, the chairs, yeah. Uh, my buddy Jay was uh, messaging me on Facebook, and he actually had invited us to go bowling in uh, in Gimli. Like, the Gimli bowling lane is open. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know this. I feel like with all the rules, as they, as they come, they go, they change. One thing that I never really thought of was bowling, and you know why I don't think of bowling very often, because of the shoes. Yeah, you don't like to share shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got size 18s when I go. Well, that's just because you got big old clown feet. <laughs> I'm just a clown. <laughs> that's it. Now, somewhere in Winnipeg, there is a wooden box with golden handles. Inside that wooden box with golden handles, there are ashes. Now, I guess somebody accidentally dropped off this wooden box with golden handles at a thrift store on the weekend. And someone was like, man, I need that urn box looking thing in my living room. It looks so cool with those golden handles. So now after realizing their mistake, the family is pleading that someone returns the wooden box with golden handles. So, oh, so, okay. So they brought it to the thrift shop. Somebody has purchased it. Yeah. Now they can't, they went back to the thrift shop and say, hey, it's not here. It's not here. Yeah. Somebody bought it. Oh, no. Somebody needed that for their mantle. Somebody thought they were going to save money buying a box with gold handles. Oh, by the way, there is a black cross on top of it, too. That's a minor detail. They probably thought, like, oh, I need uh, an urn for, you know, grandpa's ashes, whatever. So they brought it home and then they opened it up and there's ashes in there. Yeah, there's already grandpa. Right. But he's not even dead yet. There's already ashes. (laughs) Do you think do you think they dumped out the first ashes to put their ashes in? Hmm. Interesting. Or do you mix the two? Because I've heard that you don't even know. Uh like you can pay extra to have your own ashes. Like you're not thrown in the kiln at the same time. What do you I've mean? I've heard that before. What do you mean? You pay extra to be, you know, so that your ashes are your ashes. Right. At least with how hats. do you how do you tell? How what do you you're know? saying, right? They could be any ashes. Yeah, you're scooping ashes. I mean, it's right, like an, right, it's right, an right. oven, really. Yeah, it's what they no use. Way of, yeah, there's no way of knowing. It's not like there's like a distinct smell to the ashes. No, yeah, right? there's dad, DeMaurier yeah. and, and Crown Royal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell. That's what I had to do with my dad. I mean, yeah. you remember the story about me forgetting my dad's yes. ashes. Yes, out east. Yeah, so when I moved back here in November 2018, take this great job in 921 City, so stoked. Just like drive all the way across the country. Not even, I left my family behind. I didn't even... <laughs> I was just so excited to get here early, yeah. right? Because yeah. I think the contract didn't start until December 3rd. I'm like, no, I got to get here. Yeah. I got to get here. Big company guy, right? Yeah. So I race out here. Didn't even think that my dad's ashes were behind in, in Port Colborne, Ontario. And it took you a while to realize it, didn't it? Yeah. Like, a, like It took us moving like, out here. Like my, I mean. my family moving out here a month and a half later. Like, yeah. yeah. My dad was under the bed. I, I had too many drinks one night, and I took my dad's ashes, and I was dancing around with them. I was like, hey, dad, woo. <laughs> having a big night and I, I kind of hit them. You know when you hide stuff when you're drunk? Yes. I did that with my dad's ashes. Yes, yes. And it took the new people that bought our house finding them. Right. Uh, Give them to the neighbors or something, yeah. right? Yes. That's yes, what they did. Able to get them back. 
I, I got him back. He's, yeah. he's still in the same Crown Royal bag. <laughs> That's fitting. I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Demore box was a little small. Yeah, couldn't get all the ashes in. You didn't laugh, you'd cry, right? That's right. I know I'm uh, extremely late to this party, but I finally got around to watching uh, The Dirt on Netflix, The Motley Crue doc. You're just watching it? Yeah, that. I just watched it uh, like a couple like a couple weeks ago. Had you read the books, though? Like no. Like Nikki Six's books? No, I had never read it. And no, no, uh, no. I know when the movie came out, like, you know, obviously it was a, kind of a, you know, everyone was getting into it and stuff. I yeah. just never did for whatever reason. And then I watched it. And uh, yeah, what a what a story. Okay. Can I just say that you yeah. always do this? What? I know. I'm all, I always watch stuff late. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, because I here's what it is. Okay. The Dirt comes out on the day of... And I'm always like, I got to see this first day it comes out. Got it. Got to be on because, you know, again, I, I consider it part of the job, you know, I know. It's preparation. And I always thought of that too. I should have been watching it a long time ago because it's a Motley Crue doc. But that's fine. That's yeah. fine. You do your yeah. thing. But, but for you, it wouldn't have mattered if it was a Motley Crue documentary or not. You just refuse to watch something when it's the first kind of run of a series or a show yeah. because it's, 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 it's too cool. I don't know. If, <laughs> it's funny no, that it you mentioned that. I don't know if that's the reason. Maybe it is the reason. Maybe subliminally that's the yes. reason because I never really realized why I don't do that. Like if I, I never- spent more than 30 seconds thinking about this, I could totally come up with an entire list <laughs> of things that were like hot and new and Turbo's like, no, yeah. no. Now that you mentioned it, I think that's, <laughs> that's true. That's a character trait. I think that's true, but I don't, I don't know. Flaw, maybe. <laughs> flaw, Because no, here's what happens. You watch it. And when you watch it later, you're always like, oh, that was really good. I, I enjoyed know, that. I know. And you're I like, know. why didn't you tell me about this yeah. sooner? I'm like, oh, you mean the day that it came out? Like, this, this happens all the time. That's yeah, true. I never actually thought of that before. Yeah. I never actually thought of that. Sorry. Right. People can change. <laughs> um, man, I, did you get the census? I got it. Yeah. In the mail. I didn't open it yet, though. Good luck. Why? That's, the, that, that's honestly the hardest part about the census. Is getting mean? it open. Isn't it just like a, like an envelope? I haven't really looked at it. I just well, so, I threw it down and didn't look at it. That's what I thought too. It's kind of like, and I don't really get pay stubs. Like I only get them in digital form, right? So it's like the pay stub oh. where you got to rip off two sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then the tricky thing about it is, and I've watched people struggle with this online and comment about it, right? So you peel off the two sides, and again, this is kind of like a how-to census. Maybe I should have made a little <laughs> a viral video for this yeah. on TikTok or something. So you got to open it. You actually have to stick your hand in there. Like you got to get two fingers mm-hmm. and just kind of fold the creases a little you bit. Spit on the fingers first. To get well, I went in dry. <laughs> and needless to say, the paper cut on my finger indicates that I should have done otherwise. Right. right. Um, so you, you spread the, the folds, right? And then, you, and then you peel the greasy part off. Like they've got some kind of, it's, a, it's glue, I guess. So it's this, you know what it sounds like? You know when the big bingo thing was the craze? The kinsman, oh, the kinsman, yeah. They, they did the same thing. They had that that glue stuff that if you if you didn't pull it right, they would like take off some of the numbers. It would peel off some of the ink. Oh, that was an issue. Yeah, well, for me anyway. <laughs> this is why else. I wanted to give you a, a fair warning on before opening up the census. Right. So, um, I'm not sure if you've done your census yet. Uh, for me, it was it was pretty straightforward because uh, you go, you log on, you type in your code. It actually already knew a surprising amount of information. Did the government of Canada? They do this every five years. I I'm gonna like. I, I don't know what this is. I've never had to do this before. You've never filled out a census? No. So, I mean, Canada's been like 36,744,423 people this whole time, and you're the guy that didn't fill out the census? I don't think I've ever filled out a census. What is a census? 
it's just how they how they track how many people are are in the country and kind of what you're doing. Because like I talked to my buddy last night in BC after he posted, um, he was saying that not only did he struggle with it to get it open, um, he was saying that his his uh, entire questionnaire was like seventy plus questions and some long answer. Whereas mine, I literally just said family of four, typed in my kids' names and their birth dates, and they asked if we uh, spoke French. At all. And I said, well, you know, I was in French immersion. I, I do stuff in French. I have conversations. My daughter's also in French immersion. But mm-hmm. other than that, it, it was, I, I was done in five minutes, not even. My buddy was doing it for 90 minutes. So I wonder if everyone's is different. Like Feel every province is out. different or every person. Well, it's federal. So, I mean, you know, hmm. maybe it's just every person. And he's a single guy. He thought it was like the government's way of making him feel like a loser yeah. for still being single in his 40s. <laughs> yeah. You know, like still not being able to find Mrs. Wright. Like even the government's like, are you kidding me, dude? Can't you find a date? So it's just like their way of trying to figure out like how, how many yeah, people what, live in the... What you're doing, income. You know, they want to know all kinds of things about you. They didn't ask oh. mine because they knew I have nothing. <laughs> I just heard your comments about the, uh, the census there. I did mine the other day too, and it was easily 75 questions. You had a long really? one too. Are you a single guy? No, family of four. Weird. Okay, yeah, because mine, mine honestly was was five questions. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what kind of stuff were they asking you? Like, uh, are you a tragically hip fan? Uh, Was the last concert you went to? What kind of stuff? Income. uh, It's the value of your house if you were to sell it today. Really? How many people speak French? What other languages? uh, Commute to work. What? How you get to work? Your Hmm. time. Like, it's how much you spent on daycare. Really? Wow. Yeah. That was pretty in-depth. It was, it was actually, yeah, I was actually amazed at how many questions were there. And, and you passed? I, You're I, still a Canadian I, citizen? I'm still alive, so yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't realize that there were two different forms. Uh, some people, honestly, I, I guess they just maybe extrapolate some of the data, you know, from, because they can't ask everyone these long-form questions, because people would probably quit on it because this one guy said uh texter 145 said i got a long census questionnaire as well i was late and only at 51 percent. so then i just saved and, and completed later kind of thing but like right. you know how many people would quit if it's 90 minutes you know you know when and if you've ever known anybody or you've ever done it as a job that calls people like the not telemarketing but the other one market research mm-hmm. right that calls up and is like yeah, hi. So uh, how many people? Do you somewhat agree? Do you strongly agree? Right, I right, always right. say right away, I'm like, listen, I'll do your survey because I know it's your job and I've been there before, honestly. But, like, be straight with me. Is this 10 minutes or is this 90 minutes? Right. You know, for the government, it's like, you know, we all have our questions about the government. And it's like, well, okay, wait a second. Because I was I was strapping in because I had seen that people were, were taking a long time to get theirs if they get the long form. But I was done in not even five minutes, honestly. It just seems weird that if they're trying to get the same information that they wouldn't do, do the same questionnaires for everybody. It just seems kind of weird that it's not, you know, standard. You need to go a little more in depth with some people, I guess. Yeah. But how do you pull that short straw? Yeah. How do you get the the, the short straw for the long survey? Exactly. The 90 minute or. I don't know. If you complete your census, though, do they bump you up to the front of the line for vaccination sooner? There you go. Right? If you got the long form, it's like, hey, listen, man, I sat through 90 minutes of BS here. Can you at least scoop me up a couple spaces? Hey, because of the pandemic this year, did uh, like the the regular like science fair, did that happen with kids in elementary schools? I'm going to say no. No, I don't remember my daughter doing a science fair. I kind of. The projects, the school projects, like I never know what actually means something and what doesn't. I know that sounds terrible, but it's like that. Well, because like you might just be having fun and doing something at home or like it's for school. Yeah, like arts and crafts. Like I I don't know what the I seriously I don't know what 
constitutes a, a, a project that means something, oh. like an important one. Like, I know two years ago they did do in the gymnasium, the expo, uh, they did the, you know, the science fair. Right. right, like where you do it on the Bristol board, like the you know, yes, because and that's what I'm wondering if maybe the pandemic, because everyone's got to be in a room and everyone, you know what I mean, like they're they probably didn't yeah. do it. I, this I year. don't think they did this year. I'll go with no. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I can't. I was trying to. I was racking my brain trying to remember some of the science or projects I did because I th- you did it. Element up to up to grade eight, I think we did it. Maybe, yeah, for sure, four to six. Or four, oh, maybe that's what it was. You started, yeah, definitely four, four to six. Yeah, something like that. There was one that I, that we did. It was like some. I was. Trying to see if if uh, the, the like the Safeway brand pop if you could tell the difference oh, between yeah. that or Doctor like Skipper and Doctor yeah, Pepper something like that. So basically, you were doing a Pepsi blind taste <laughs> test for a school project. That was the science project. Wow, <laughs> earth shattering stuff there. Does Mountain Cool taste better than Mountain Dew? <laughs> does RC Pop taste as good as co- is the real thing? But when you're when you're a kid, you're looking for something that because I mean the science it's supposed to take a long time, right? It's supposed to you're supposed oh, yeah. to come up with your hypothesis. Your, Teachers go on holidays for three weeks while kids work on that. <laughs> Turnbull exactly. just sipping pop all day. Because <laughs> uh, we had to do ours in French too. Because I was oh, French yeah. immersion, me too, right? Me so too. your, your epo tests or yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called, yeah. and yeah, exactly. you, so you had to figure that that that, that crap out. And yet, and so it was always like you wanted to do something that was. Well, I mean, because there's like the nerds in the school that would do something like actually science based, right? Now, this like, is where you missed it. I, I teamed up with a guy, Michael Friesen. He's the head of pediatric surgery at the Stollery Hospital in Edmonton now. So. Oh. I teamed up with him. I I saw an opportunity there. Yeah. I do the presentation, bro. You do the studying part. Okay. Bro. Yeah. Right? So so I did the, you know, I'm putting myself out there kind of thing because he was like, I like magnets. So we did this thing, electromagnetic fields. Then we ended up going, we had to take the bus to St. John's High School because we went to regionals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We moved on up. You moved up to the next side. I don't remember. I think we got bronze there because there were some other... Smart ass kids that were knowing more about electromagnetic fields, but there was this uh, this kid. This, this story came out of uh, somewhere down in the states, and this this kid. It just made me think of like because when you're a kid, because I know your daughter had a really funny oh, one last yeah, year. Last year, before, right? um, uh, uh, will my brother eat it? <laughs> Yeah, and we just put a bunch of food. Yes, that was that was, but yeah. that was over a year ago. Yeah, we just put out a bunch of food, and my son, who just eats anything, really went through. It's like, and her hypothèse was like, "Will my brother Esquilva manger?" Yeah. Uh, and it was like, "Yeah, we." And like, what kind of stuff was it? Like, I, I, like, like cauliflower or something. He ate it all. Just put it onto the floor and see if he would eat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a rat in a lab, oh, spreading man. food in, under the couch. He's like, under, they're like pulling graham crackers out. That's what this, this had made me think of because kids, they're just, you know, they they're, they think of these wild, crazy ideas and this one kid wanted to know and it actually, once I read this, I was like, man, I, I've never thought of that before but if, you have, if, you've, if you've ever had a cat, which mm. I know you had Stewie. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Years uh, ago. So obviously the cat is, uh, you know, sitting everywhere in your house, right? Yeah. Okay. So on its butthole. Okay. okay. So this kid wanted to find out if because of that, the cat will leave, you know, feces, feces all, over, all over your house. You say, of course, but it turns out so they, they, they took the cat, they took lipstick and they put lipstick on the butt <laughs> of the cat. And then they had the cat go around the house. Okay. Long and medium haired cats buttholes made no contact with soft or surfaces at all short-haired cats made no contact on hard surfaces but there was evidence of a slight smear on the soft bedding surface oh so like on your white couch <laughs> yes that's the only thing though oh fluffy puckered up. up on the white couch <laughs> yeah. great just where i need lipstick all over my pillow i know i was like hey what is, what's, what's all those lipstick on the pillow it's like i don't know we're doing a science experiment cat <laughs> She's like, wait, that's even worse than an affair. You put lipstick on a cat's ass? That's weird.
Uh, it's funny. I was mentioning, uh, we were talking science projects, and, mm. and I mentioned my, my son, the voracious appetite. Mm. He's going to be four. The Vaughn man will eat pretty much anything, anything at all. Now, my question to you, 762 what's a food that you really liked uh, as a kid and then you kind of grew out of? Because we, we all know your, your palate advances as, as you get older. I feel like mine was the opposite, though. There were foods I didn't like as a kid that I like now. True. There wasn't a lot that I liked then that I could think of that I don't like now. Hmm. So, like, yeah, when, I I was a kid, when I was a kid, there was some stupid, like, I, I wouldn't eat melted cheese on lasagna, but I would eat it on, like, pizza. pizza. Yeah. But I wouldn't eat a grilled cheese sandwich, but I would have, like, I was just, that was weird. No, but every kid is like that. You're going to find Turnbull. Yeah. You're going to be a dad in, in July. You're going to find that, that every kid has their own little nuances and idiosyncrasies, and there's no rhyme or reason. It's like, okay, wait a second, kiddo. You will eat yeah. um, uh, spaghetti, but then you won't touch salsa or with right, any, yeah, anything. Yeah, any, you, yeah. My son, my son will eat a, a, a two liter of ketchup, like just straight up <laughs> just out of the, the bottle. Yeah. Right out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, no, it is. That's it is so really gross. gross. Yeah. It is really gross. And I know it's just all sugar. But maybe, maybe ketchup is one of those things. I liked it as a kid, I think. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't like it now. I don't like it. I'm not, I, I don't even buy it anymore. No. no I, I don't, I don't, kids, I mean, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You will. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> just wait. Once, once your little one gets out of the pablum stage, yeah. it's all ketchup. Just throw a nipple on that bottle and let it go down. <laughs> So I, I, br- I brought this up because I, I think you can certainly age out of food, um, you know, as, as sort of as you grow and, and maybe it's just an age thing for me because I'm, you know, I'm going to be 37 and, and that's, that's hard for me to say out loud because mm-hmm. I still, it's harder to see myself closer to 50 than 20. You're right. You yeah. know, when I turned 36 last year, I was like, gosh, I'm going to be 50. Like yeah. I, and I still, cause I still talk about and reminisce being 20 and playing hockey and whatever yeah. with the guys. Like it, it was yesterday. Right. Right. And I, I'm looking ahead to 50. I'm like, oh my gosh, that means I'm going to be really old. Yeah. But as I get older, I feel like the old digestive tract isn't uh, what it once was. Um, example last night, uh, Sergeant Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sergeant best, Sunday. Best ice cream in the city. I mean, say that. Hey, you know what? That's an argument that uh, could yeah. be made. It yeah. probably would be by a few people. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Sunday. It, it's an institution yeah. right across from Assiniboine Park at the foot of Overdale and Portage Avenue. It, I live right by there. It too. doesn't matter how long the lineup is. You're standing in line for that. For that. Idea. See, you will. I won't. I'll drive to the McDonald's at Whitewall. Oh, but, man. Yeah. Come on. Not but I'm late. I, I don't like the standing in line no. thing. I, that's just not. That's. But yesterday there was no line. Took the kids for a walk. We're moving from the neighborhood, so I was like, hey, this is this might be one of our last opportunities to go, you know, grab the sprinkly cone thing or whatever, the sparkler, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right? So I was like, you know what? Dad's going to treat himself. A little cappuccino score. A little. Okay. And you know how it goes. Like the kids, my daughter had a strawberry banana milkshake. Small. Mm-hmm. I'm a bigger guy. So I'm like, well, if she's drinking a small, like surely I'm going to drink the biggest one they have because I'm that much bigger. Exactly. Makes sense. So That's I get the math. score. Yeah, I got the, you know, the cappuccino score, McFlurry thing. I eat it. You know how fast I eat. Like just this thing's <laughs> gone. Fast. This thing just evaporates. Fast. I'm not kidding you, man. This morning, here we are, 737 the next day. Yeah. This was about 6 p.m. last night. It is still sitting. And I think I might be getting like some kind of dairy allergy. I don't know if this nah, is possible. I don't think it's a dairy allergy, man. Like I've seen the, the, the large sizes of those things. They got to start to like, no, no human being should just, just pound that thing back the way you do. It's probably because you ate too much of it. And you ate too much. Like, do you normally eat ice cream? No, because it, it hurts my stomach now. I'm, I'm like, it's, it's, it's like a, Oh, like this is a thing that you've noticed. That's like what when I'm you, saying. When you eat it's, ice cream, it's getting worse. I see. It's, it's, it's worsening as I, as I age. I thought I, this was like the first time that you've noticed it. No, no, it's not the first time I've been bunged up. No. 
I'm saying it, it, it is sat like a pit. Yeah. This, this, these score chunks, and, and it's just like, man, it's, it's not good. Yeah. And I was just wondering, like, does it get worse? Well, I don't th- I, I mean, like <laughs> I think I think a lot of it, honestly, though, I do think a lot of it has to do with the, the speed that you eat stuff. You think? Because, yeah, your body doesn't have time to, like, actually register what's going on in there. Because by the time that spoon hits your mouth, it's already in your stomach. Like, right. It happens quick. I've seen you demolish two whoppers in three seconds okay. <laughs> in front of me. It was three minutes. <laughs> Man, have you seen that commercial? I know there's some things in life you're not supposed to understand. I watch Sportsnet all the time, right? Roger Sportsnet, probably my most watched channel. Mm-hmm. Um, we have it on all morning watching the highlights, right? And then uh, we'll watch the like the hockey games, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So last night, the uh, Flyers and, and Pittsburgh games on. I'm kind of half in and out. You know, I'm just on my computer getting ready for this uh, radio program, right? So I'm just uh, clicking away, pointing, clicking, dragging, sharing, and uh, and then all of a sudden, I have to look up because this commercial caught my eye. It's this kid walking through a parking lot, and he's got his hockey bag and he's got a stick and he's like banging into oh, every yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. You seen this? Yes. He's like, yeah. He's he's scratching all the cars basically with his, yeah. with his hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I hate this kid. He, <laughs> he bends the. He's bending the mirror around. Have you ever gone right. out? Have you ever gone into a parking lot and seen your vehicle with the mirror bent back around? Yeah. Means you know somebody has messed with your vehicle. They've bumped into it, mm-hmm. scratching up at the zippers on their jacket or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're usually, it's because they park too close to you. Yeah. And then they're trying to get by. And as they squeeze by, the mirror bends the back backwards. Yeah. And this kid's doing it with the hockey bag. Now, listen, I've been there before. Okay. Big hockey guy. Like I, I have definitely accidentally bumped into somebody's vehicle in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Now this kid, he, he carries on walking and he's now just like dragging his stick intentionally against vehicles in the parking lot. And I'm just thinking, scratch them all up. Well, where are his parents? How did he get there? Like, well, he's a kid. He's like the, 10 years old. I was under the impression because is he walking away from the rink or to the rink? He's walking to the rink following the referee. Right, 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 right. I, oh, I thought they were going to like they were going opposite directions. Mm, okay, well, I can't remember. How, however, it goes because I was under the impression the ref was going into the rink to ref a hockey game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the what kid, I think the too. The kid was coming out of the rink because he had just finished a hockey game and he was walking towards his parents' car. But his parents parked at the other end of the parking lot. Like that wow. to me is weird. <laughs> it's a busy Saturday, man. Come on, it's a busy. <laughs> What, mom and dad can't pull up out front the rink and pull this kid? No wonder he's angry at life and smashing up people's cars in the parking lot. You know, this guy hates his parents. He's going he's gonna to carry this forth for the rest of his life, this anger for his parents who park on the other side of the parking lot of the arena. Note to, note to you and, and, you know, anybody who's a parent, pick your kids up out front. Right. Okay, unless you're driving a Geo Metro. Yeah. And then it's like, well, maybe save them the shame. Okay, so the real reason why I brought that up, man, um... Had nothing to do with the with the parenting. The referee sees that this kid is dragging his stick and the, and the bag across all the things, and then he hits this button on the remote of his vehicle. Yeah. Okay. And his vehicle pulls forward like a robot, so that it misses the the hockey yeah. stick coming by. Yeah. So instead of him saying anything to the kid, right? He lets, he lets all the other cars get dinged up. Yeah. <laughs> but he saves his own car because he's got the Hyundai. He's got the Hyundai yeah. Hyundai uh, Tucson. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I don't understand how that works. It's like, you know, the lock button, the lock function, or the command yeah, start. Yeah. He's got the fob. He's got the remote. Yeah. Somehow he clicks a button, and I don't know why you'd need the feature other than for gonna, this kid smashing cars. I was just going to ask that question. There's no other scenario I can see where you need a feature to press a button and the car moves a couple pulls, inches yeah, forward. Yeah, it pulls forward. Like, what else would you need that for? Zero idea, my friend. Yeah. Like I, like I said, some things are just not meant to be understood by guys <laughs> like us. 
The Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Yeah, this bone goes out to the manager of the Sage Creek McDonald's. I went there four minutes to 11 to get a burger, and they wouldn't let me get a burger. I had to wait. Do you believe that shit? Well, I didn't wait no four f***ing minutes, McDonald's. I got the out of there. You just lost a customer for life. You couldn't let it go four f***ing minutes. I hope another manager hears this, and they laugh at you, you dirty son of a bitch. Okay, dude. Ronald McDonald makes the rules, not the local manager. Just saying. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing, though, man, because it's like, what? there's five minutes to go. Like, as soon as 11 o'clock hits, like, everything changes over in that kitchen? Well, think about it. No, it's not about changing over. If they close at 11... Oh, right? I thought he was meaning it was breakfast. To, like, he wanted a burger at 11 oh, in the that, morning. That's what oh, I yeah, understood. Yeah. That's but, a rule. And you know what? As a guy who eats fast food very early in the morning, um, you have to choose wisely, my friend. Yeah, I've noticed at McDonald's, it's breakfast only. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, no, now I get what he's saying. I see. Yeah. I, I've, I've been there. I've been frustrated before like that. I would like, never call the bone phone. <laughs> Five minutes to go, and I can't even get the burger? Come on. Yeah. I mean, they've got... It's all in heating trays, isn't it? Like, Whoa. it's not like they're flame burning one. It? See, like, that's why I, I've chosen to make Burger King my my poison for, for my mid-morning snacks. Wendy's is another one. Mm-hmm. A&W will do... These three mm-hmm. will do burgers before 11. Follow me for more fast food tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, it's me, the truck driver. I'm out at Flying J in Edmonton. You know, I follow all the COVID rules. I go inside there. I'm warming up my coffee, and I notice this guy walk out of the can, his finger up his nose, he's not wearing a mask. I look at the employee of Flying J, and I circle my face. The guy's not wearing a mask. He tells the guy, you got a mask? And he's like, no, I didn't bring it with me. The guy behind him is not wearing a mask. And then a third guy walks in with no mask. And I start asking, why isn't anybody saying anything to these guys? Why are you serving them? These are government mandated law of wearing masks in a public building. And uh, I asked the employee this. He said, uh, it's Flying Jay's policy not to enforce, uh, like not to tell them to put their mask on. They're not allowed to do that. Well, if I may, um, the fly, I'm on Team Flying J employee. The Flying J employee is not being paid enough to get A, yelled at, B, who knows, physically confronted by yeah. some angry... Like, this guy has literally just left the crapper of a gas station bathroom picking his nose. Who knows what he's capable of? As much as we've loved seeing the videos of, you know, the the righteous people sticking up for the whole mass process, like, they're, they're entertaining videos, but at the same time, it's... I mean, it shouldn't be up to those employees... You know, like the, the the poor kid behind the counter that has to yeah, tell exactly. the the fifty year old trucker that he's got to go put a mask on. Like, come on. Yeah, it's it's not their job. Like, if you know, follow the rules, or or if you're not going to, just suffer the consequences. This guy can't do anything anyway. Yeah. Exactly. What's what's he gonna do? Say no? You can't fuel up your truck or whatever. Like whatever. Yeah. You can't get two power aids for five bucks. <laughs> Always a good deal. <laughs> Flying J. <laughs> follow me for more gas station tips. <laughs> Spending a lot of time just. Uh, Turn around, eating fast food and hanging out at gas stations. So in terms of this vaccination, I was thinking, I still want to play it at life. So I figured getting the vaccination gets me a ticket into the game. What do you think? Well, actually, you know what I did just see? Um, Iceland. Iceland is, is now saying if you've been vaccinated, they want your tourism. Oh, yeah. They want you there. Yeah. yeah. Stick to the waterfalls and the fjords that you're used to, like I always say. <laughs> I often say that. <laughs> Follow me for more travel tips. <laughs> <laughs>
Love the show. Have a great day, you guys. Great federal budget. Unbelievable. Vaccines aren't being rolled out. Not closing anything down. Positivity rate. They're going to wait till it gets to about 12% and people die. And also for those dummies that were protesting without masks, you should have all been tased on spot. <laughs> Idiots. I mean, now those are the videos. Like, I... I, I... I like a good tasing video. Do you remember that guy at the University of Florida? Don't tase me, bro. Yeah, Don't yeah, tase yeah. me, bro. And the cops just, you know, like if you're in a position, like in a situation or whatever, a position that you, you've gotten yourself into and the cops like have the taser out, it's probably a good idea to just be like, hey, man, I'm not resisting anymore. I'm not fighting this. You I know, know what's coming. I yeah. know there are extenuating yeah. circumstances, but I'm just saying, I don't find myself in these positions. Why? Because if, if it was an encounter with law enforcement, I'm probably going to be like, hey. But so like when somebody does get, it's, it's fun to watch a good tasing video, especially when they're on meth because they are immune i know those are scary videos actually to watch oh yeah man yeah. i watched it remember that one where the guy was in the parking lot of something and they were tasing him from all yes. angles and he was and like still- and he had like a frying pan in his hand <laughs> and you'd think that the frying pan would have been used as a conductor like for the for the electro whatever i guess the electricity that's running through his body yeah and that guy's a weapon to the ugly old man who in traffic today i said get ass cancer i just want to say i meant it Get ass canned? Ass cancer. Oh, ass yeah. cancer. Gotcha. She, she wasn't oh. happy with his driving, I, see, I suppose. I see. I see. Now, can we just uh, close out the bone phone today with uh, a call that, um, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why this wouldn't go to number one on, on any billboard charts. I don't even need that because I'm chilling like a villain. Head spins on Portage of Maine. You don't even know. Where's your brain? Yo, I don't know. Because I lost all my marbles back in 78. Everybody knows, never going to hesitate going out. My city's windy, but it's not Chicago. Chicago. Yo, you want to hear a little story about it? Never mind, that kid had a lot of what, what? Yeah, but he loved his rock and roll. But he sold his soul because he going out. Never mind, seen Mercury exit Holford. Yo! Nowadays, everybody's showing up late. No time rhyme heavy going out. Never mind going out. Looking like I'm Dick Tracy, but I'm more like David Grohl. <laughs> never mind going out. Never mind like a drumstick. Never mind I'm in the Yoko. Hang around. Never mind you don't even know me. Try to pretend you're my friend, though. This is only complimentary. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Spent some time over the last little while. We're getting the, uh, the, the the baby's room ready, ready to go. Why does it feel like this has been going on for a long time? Like, I've been in your house. I feel that room's only like 10 and a half by 9 foot 6. Well, because I, like, I don't know. It takes some time, man. So basically what we what, what we did was we had to pull, the, had this really, really crappy old carpet in there. Yeah. So we ripped that out. Um, and then when we moved into the place. What was under it, by the way? Was it was it natural hardwood? No, it's just like plywood or whatever it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Same thing that was underneath the rest of our house. Because when we moved in, so they had they had carpet the in the whole place. Uh, so we redid the floors in like the living room and hallway area. Now we bought it. We, we ended up buying extra flooring of the same kind so, because we knew eventually we were going to want to do the bedrooms and whatever. We sure. just didn't want to do it right then. Just a, just a cleaner feel. It, it is. Absolutely. So we figured, okay, well, let's, we're getting the baby's room ready. Let's at least, uh, you know, get the flooring going in there. So ripped out the carpet a little while ago. Then we were put, and it's that uh, that laminate floor, you know, the clicking yeah, the click. stuff. Yeah. yeah, the clicking stuff. You know, I and I couldn't help but notice um, that uh, your beautiful fiance Beth, and, and just glowing with pregnancy, um, you you had her really I doing. Have you had her ripping anything. out all of the carpet, <laughs> and and why did you make her reshingle the roof too at the same time? 
I just thought maybe that was a little unnecessary, making the pregnant lady get up on the ladder. No, no, no. She's uh, doing everything she can. She's. I'm not forcing her to do it. She wants to be involved. Uh, so we were putting the the click stuff in, and and because. It kind of took us some time because we had done the hallway first, and because of that, we tried we, we tried to kind of you know keep it going. It's in in, in like the same direction, in the same direction right. exactly. But, but typically, a room you want to go a long way. Sure. So, yeah. but that, that's which which the direction was fine that way. But because we wanted to start it at the hallway, we were kind of putting the floors in backwards. You know, instead of mm-hmm. clicking them in one way, we were kind of clicking them in the other way. Yeah. So we did about half the room before we realized it just wasn't working as well. It's hard to click those things in, you know, going in reverse, basically. Um, so we're going to have to get a transi- uh, transition piece, whatever, right, yep. for the, the door frame. And you should anyway, so you don't stub your toe on that, uh, you know. Yeah, right, sure. Because there is a chance that there could be a little uh, well, unevenness between no, the two. No, not, not okay, when I do it. Okay, Captain Perfect Not flying. when I do it. <laughs> so, we, so that took us a bit. We had to kind of start again and start from the other side and go, go outwards again. And um, man, made a really just a boneheaded mistake. Just, I uh, couldn't believe it. So we basically, it taken it taken us a, a few hours to get this this flooring in. Now, keeping in mind too, when you did the rest of the place, like the yeah. living room and the dining room and stuff, you had help, right? Lots of help. Yeah, Lots and, of help. and there was a little supervision there. So this was just you and Beth running wild there. So, yes. Um, yeah. so, so that's probably why. That's, that, probably, <laughs> that probably came into, so you know the, the process, you lay out the green stuff underneath, right? Yeah, the and underlay. You, yeah, the underlay, and then you put the flooring in. And we had just gotten to basically the end of the room. <laughs> And Beth looks at me and like I was tired. She yeah. was tired. And Beth looks at me and goes, "Where's the vent?" Oh, dude, oh. we put the flooring over top of the vent. I yeah. didn't even I, when I was when we were laying out the, the underlay. I knew it. I knew there was a vent there. Oh, I'll have oh to cut God. that out. I'll have to cut that out. I said to myself. <laughs> yeah. But then we kind of got busy, whatever, and we just started going at it and putting that flooring in. And, <laughs> and then you're we, on a roll, right? Because it's just exactly, like, oh yeah, because you're just you're, you're trying, trying to, to get do it, it right? done. And then I realized. I covered up the entire vent. Now, did you remember where it was in the room? We, I knew, I knew sort of where it was. So yeah. at least we didn't have to go back the whole way. Uh, we only had to come kind of sort of part way and then and then kind of cut it out from there. But I mean, man, like the, no. we finished the whole room and then realized we had to go back and, and redo our work. Yeah, do it once, do it right. I think was what a wise man once said. <laughs> I think that's probably. And also, it. pay somebody if you have no clue what the hell you're doing. <laughs> but also, why wouldn't you have just have, have guessed where it was and then done a plunge cut? You know, just like, well, like with the skill what, what if we weren't exact? Well, I mean, I, you got to trust your judgment that you knew where the vent was going to be. I know. I wanted to be exact. So because you, know, you could go down in the basement, you and have that's exposed. What, that's what I did. And we were going to, we thought about that, you yeah. know, hugging some holes yeah. up through the top. Oh, and then, believe me, I've screwed up many yeah. a job, buddy. <laughs> it's all about how you compensate. Don't forget, there's nothing that you can't do with a little polyfilla yeah. and a little caulking. Yeah, that's true. And a little that's bit of true. paint. <laughs> I'm sure it looks great. It does. I'm not allowed to come see it, obviously, nope. but one day. Stay out of my house. Potholes, man, those things are growing by the minute. Yeah, we're in that sort of season now, right? Yeah. Pothole season. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> Old pothole season. Although, I will say, I saw uh, one of the one of the machines. I know they have a special name. I think they're called, like, Pothole Filler 2000s. Like, it's a very generic <laughs> name. No, I swear. It's like a, it's a very generic name. Okay. And, to, and it's like 2000. Like, it's like when the, the year, you know, COVID-19, people were like, wow, I never knew COVID-14. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, what happened to 1 through 18? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the year. No, that's, I think, why it's called the Pothole Filler 2000, because it probably has been around since 2000. It's got this giant elephant trunk on the end. Mm-hmm. And they stick that thing down on the hole, and it goes... And it blows all the junk out. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, blast rocks all over. It's it's especially good because one hit my windshield the other day and actually put a chip in it. But but 
for the greater good of the city. Oh, you'll take that chip windshield. Exactly, because yeah. the next time I drove over that asphalt hump that was uh, filled too full, I was like, wow. Man, I'm glad the pothole 2000 filler was here. <laughs> Small price to pay. Time to answer those deep, burning questions. The Open Text with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull on 92.1 City. Yeah, 762-555 is our number if you want to text us anytime about anything. You have questions. We have answers. Well, some we don't have answers to. Like that one guy who was really lighting up, Turnbull, about not knowing everything about the census. I know. <laughs> He said he was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not mad. He's just disappointed. He's disappointed. That's worse. That's worse. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd rather you just be mad at me. Yeah. No, d- the disappointment of not knowing everything about the census, the yeah. long and short form census. I mean, obviously, they, you know, it only happens every five years. I wouldn't expect that everyone just memorizes everything about the census. It's like, <laughs> to me, the census was even five more questions than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. I just had to say that I was a, a human, check the box, and boom. Uh, okay. Hey, what is the best kind of French fry? Had some pretty killer tater tots on the weekend at Tot Wheels. Oh, man. Tater tots are good. For, uh, French fries. Those aren't French fries. Well, yeah, no. They're potatoes, but they're not French fries. No. no. You got curly, crinkle, waffle, lattice. Waffle, lattice. What's same kind lattice? of thing. Like a lattice, like waffle. Same kind of oh, thing. Oh, like the flat. Crisscross. Criss- yeah, Crisscrossies. Yeah. I got to go curlies, man. Yeah. Curlies for sure. You like the long or the short curlies? <laughs> Man, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever she comes with. Yeah. Whatever, eh? Just <laughs> go with the... We had some curlies last night, as a matter of fact. Did you? Yeah, the kitchen. Uh, homemade. Whoa. Air fryer. Air fryer, man. Holy. That's what we're doing. We're all about the air fryer. Just drove past the station. Is that you guys running around in the foyer? Uh, unfortunately, it's not. We, we're very surprised and very happy to see that we had some uh, fans this morning. Yeah, it was a, a, a big welcome this morning when we showed up and there was um, a bunch of... A uh, couple of people sleeping. Yeah, it's nice. It's always nice when you feel comfortable coming to work, right. you know? Yeah. And not, yeah. You know, not having to step over people. Yeah. Uh, they're big fans of the show, though, because they they've, be. been, they've been pressing hams against the glass <laughs> all morning. Scared the crap out of me, really. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Oh, we love you, too. That's nice. Pretty sure the pothole filler is actually called the puker. I run one, just not in the city. Guys that are good leave the pothole perfectly smooth. Hmm. Yeah, okay. The puker. The puker. Hmm. That must be like a you're on the inside term. That's like a slang term, I think. It has to be. Yeah, there's no way that like written on the machine is the puker. No, but I was also surprised to see that written on the machine is pothole filler 2000. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I'm pretty sure that's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, here, this is good. Shoestring fries all the way. They're too skinny for me, uh, the shoestrings. I do have to say, we got a deep fryer. I got a deep fryer recently. Yeah. And not an air fryer, the deep fryer, the actual deep fryer. Man, French fries, deep fried versus in the oven, there's no competition. Like, no. deep fried, I mean, deep fried anything is better. But French fries in the deep fryer, like, that's the way. That's the way to go. You guys stoked about the Bombers' big draft pickup? Oh, man. That guy, did you see the gut on that guy? Yeah, he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, I know. And then there's another picture going around, I think, from a couple years ago where he's got the grill. Like, he's yeah. got gold teeth. He played for University of Maine. Yeah. Uh, what's it, What's his name again? Did we get it? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's not a household name yet, but he wears number 69, so that's how I'll always remember. <laughs> yeah. Last guy to wear that, Glenn January. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> um, anyone think that Bill Gates and the Queen will hook up? <laughs> Both are easily single. Yeah. What happened? Never seen ever. Man, that guy didn't even have a prenup. No, no kidding. I was shocked to hear about that uh, Bill Gates split up. I mean, 
You weren't? I don't know. Like, eh. Eh. I, I, look, if I was, if, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Billy Boy can have a little bit of fun for his remaining years. He's 66 and he's going to have even half of 127 billion. He'll be fine. Yeah. You know, you can't tell me that, like, every rocket is going to be not lining up to go see him. You think? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, dude. You're giving, you're giving Billy a lot of credit there. Dude, have you ever seen him dance? Oh, have I? Yes. Uh, uh. Those moves? He's going to get up in the club, Cinco de Mayo today? He'll be like, yeah, uh, it's me, Billy G. He's uh, uh. just going to take on a new persona, just completely becomes a rapper in his spare time. Yeah, exactly. Yo. Winnipeg's rock station is 92.1 City. Skid Row, 18 in life. Who could forget that story? Ricky, the poor, tough as nails, 18-year-old who gets drunk and accidentally killed somebody with his gun. His friend, actually. Oh, yeah. Downer. Yeah. But hey, stories behind the music, man. It's not all uh, whoop, 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 whoop. No. So happy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Because real people got real problems, man. That's right. They got to sing about them. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it helps get out all those feelings of sure sadness. Yeah. Although Ricky didn't sing the song. It was actually uh, Skid Row's guitarist, Snake, who came up with the uh, the idea for the song. Hmm. I mean, it just kind of followed with the trend of Skid Row. You know, they, they had their first single, Youth Gone Wild. And then to just, like, hit you upside the head with the one-two punch with the 18 in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you were angry, <laughs> you know, in that era, like, if you were, if you were a, an angsty teenager. What, uh, like, what year was their peak? They would have been. Dude, peak's still to come. <laughs> Skid Row. 2024, baby. Yeah, yeah. Push. They're just hitting their stride. What are you talking about? <laughs> 1989 was when uh, uh, 18 in Life uh, okay. came out. Yeah, Youth Gone Wild, uh, the Skid Row album. Skid Row, 89. Yeah, angsty teenagers. That's. Uh, I always picture yeah. like it, it, 1989 was a big year. Well, I was born. Oh. Yeah, a huge year. Many, many things, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That wasn't what I was thinking. Oh. I just picture like when, when, whenever you see a, an old grad photo, like you see somebody on their Facebook being like, yeah. It's always grad 1989. Like, if you ever drive to Lake of the Woods, you know, when you're allowed to cross provincial borders, yeah, it's always like on the on the rock spray painted my whole childhood. That's right. It was always like grad 89. I was like, I I remember being a a kid and being like, man, those guys back in 89. Like, I felt like I'm I'm kind of like a generation younger. Yeah, you know, because grad 89 seemed like a rip roar. Oh man, they used to just drive on highways and ride on rocks. That's that's what they used to do. They used to do. Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? No, you going to drive out of town a little bit and go yeah. spray paint some rocks and let everyone know that we graduated. <laughs> and we're going to spell it guard yeah. 89. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, because I'm angsty and I didn't pay attention in English class. It's guard 89. Hey, that's it for us. I'm TJ. That's Turnbull. And uh, we really appreciate you. Okay. 762-555 is the number to text in. And uh, with any luck, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Arena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.